Hello and welcome back to The Growing Revolution. I'm Eric Olson with Smart Pot Fabric Planters. And this week, our guests are Sean and Allison McManus, who go by Spoken Garden on social media. They are passionate gardeners, social media content creators, inventors, authors, and big fans of Smart Pots. Sean and Allison, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Hi. Eric. Hi, Eric and us. everyone. We're so excited to be here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're we're big fans of you guys, so I'm excited oh, to learn more about y'all and uh, what you guys are doing in the gardening world. So first, where are you located? How long have you two been together? And were you both gardeners before linking up? Oh, gosh, good questions. Yeah, great questions. Well, yeah, we're on we're in Washington State, so we're like on the opposite side of you. And um, we're in Zone 8B over here, and we garden in Tacoma, Washington. Yep. Very nice. And uh, were you guys uh, gardeners? I, I think I saw Sean that you're you're a landscape professional. Is that correct? Well, um, I was uh, trained in horticulture at uh, Washington State University, uh, bachelor's and master's. But uh, before that, my family had a rhododendron farm since I was five years old. Um, and growing up, I was constantly going out there growing rhododendrons and learning the wholesale business to growing part of things. But then also I garden with my mom at home. I, I helped her around the yard, basically. That's kind of how my gardening got started, you know, around the yard. So, But it's fun. Yeah, we've been together, uh, married for yeah. eight years. So not like a long time yet, but it's been amazing. And we both came in with gardening, just different experiences and mm -hmm. just kind of meshed them together and then kept going, you know, in a different direction. So yep. it's, it's been nice. awesome. Yep. Nice. Well, you guys have been married for eight years, and I think the national average is seven, so you're doing better than most Woo folks. All right. <laughs> Keep it up. All right. Uh, so uh, how did your gardening experience start compared to maybe how you guys are doing things today, or has anything really changed? Gosh, since we um, like since we started together gardening. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Um, gosh, I think a lot has changed, I feel like, because um, about a year ago, we sold our home because we had outgrown it. So that kind of shows like we came in, um, Sean moved into I was living in my grandpa's house that I had, that we bought. Mm -hmm. And um, we kind of added on to their very mature garden and started kind of just adding in whatever we could just um, ornamentals. We love, love growing plants and flowers. And we just took it from there. We we started all these projects and yeah, yeah. And we just we, really yeah, we built upon the landscape that was already there. We threw in some uh, raised beds out in the front yard and the backyard. Everywhere we, we could. We, actually. we completely yeah. We completely <laughs> removed almost all of the grass. Um, there was just a little patch for our dogs um, when we had them. And so yeah, yeah I mean we just we transformed the whole yard. We completely outgrew our space. And now we're looking for property. We want like acreage so we can grow just like tons more yeah. plants and flowers. And trial gardens and all we're sorts so of excited. things. I know, it's so fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Gardening, uh, as you know, most people know who are watching this is very addictive. So oh, watch cool. out. It can spiral out of control like <laughs> it is for you guys. Uh, but it sounds like y'all have it under uh, control. Yeah. Um, so can you guys tell me about the book that you guys oh. wrote? Yeah. Oh, we have a copy here to show you. Um, yeah, we wrote this and it actually was published in 2021 and we're so proud of this. Sometimes we are like, did we write a book? Like what? Yeah. So this will kind of launched really our career. I mean, we'd already started the spoken garden business, but then the book kind of really kickstarted it and it's, a, it's for new gardeners, which we love teaching new first time gardeners. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and our books, it's fun. It's actually part of a series of, is it four books yep, now? It's four books now. For um, Cool Springs. Uh, cool Springs Press. Mm-hmm. I do want to add anything. Oh, it's just, um, yeah. So our, our book basically is definitely for the first time gardener, mm-hmm. new gardeners out there. It goes from, uh, it starts off very basic and talks about what gardening is, the different kinds of plants, you know, perennials, annuals, um, uh, even bulbs. And then it goes into Love how it. plants, yeah, it goes into how plants actually grow, um, their biology, how to pick out, you know, this is a leaf, this is a root, you know, it's a lot of basic stuff, but it breaks it down too on um, what the importance of those pieces are and how it all fits together. And then it goes from there and moves into how to inventory your yard, like what you already have versus the space you have available to add new plants, and then goes into picking new plants, and then into planting the plants, and 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 it just goes into maintenance, and it kind of takes the first-time gardener all the way through like almost a whole year of what they can do in their yard. I know it's so fun. So. Yeah, plant science can be very technical and complicated. So I think a, a book that kind of breaks things down into layman's terms and step by step without being overwhelming is definitely the way to go. So looks like a great book. Yay, oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So besides being authors, you guys are inventors as well. Can you please tell us about the Little Dibby and the Dibby XL? Um, Honestly, when I saw this product, I was like, oh, my God, how come no one invented this already? It seems like such a simple tool, but so useful. Thank you for saying that, because we do hear that same feedback from people. And we're like, this was totally Sean's idea. Um, So awesome. We we saw really that there was two separate tools. One of them, there are two separate tools to do what this one tool does. And so there's a seed dibber, which helps you plant the seeds um, at a correct depth, uh, whatever that depth is. And then there's what's called a seed widger that helps you transplant the seedlings after they've come up to transplant them into larger pots or into the ground, wherever you want to put them. And so we're, we're like, why should we, why should anybody buy two tools to do this? So we, com- we combine them. And so there's the seed dibber end to plant uh, the seeds with graduated markings, depth markings on it in rings, if you can see, there you go. And then there's the seed widger. So, so I guess if you show you this way, just this can, this helps you plant the seeds. And then when the seed comes up, you use the little spatula end, the little scoop end to literally go down, grab the, grab the plant itself and then bring it up and then it helps you put the plant back in the ground. We did a lot of research uh, before we really launched this tool and there was nothing like it on the market. So it's currently patent pending, which we're super excited Mm -hmm. about. Very excited. So we made them in really bright colors because we thought, why not? You know, and you can find them in the garden and you know, our goal is to make these out of recycled plastic. Um, We're not there yet. It's a very expensive technology, but um, we haven't wasted like a single bit of the scraps that we, we have this huge bag of just all these scraps that we're planning on melting down and reusing. So that's, we're really proud of that. How are you producing those? Is that injection molded, 3D printed? Uh, 3D printed right now. We want to get to the injection molding level, but we're still moving up the scale on that slowly. So we'll get there though. Yeah. That's yeah. Fun. Yeah. That's the fun. injection molding process for anyone who hasn't been involved uh, can be quite expensive to yeah, start out. So yeah. Uh, really baby expensive. steps, I guess. Exactly. Uh, we're at. I saw online that your guys yard is a certified wildlife habitat. What is that? And how did this come about? Oh, we're so, you know, it's so sad, actually, because when we sold our house, it's just been one year at this point. 
we um that was the yard that was certified but we'll definitely do it again in the future and it just means that our backyard the space that we um yeah, it's just the backyard. It was a certain amount was, of square footage, wasn't it? Uh, that, and it had to meet five different criteria. Yeah, five criteria. So, so the five criteria to meet um, is uh, there needs to be shelter for uh, wildlife and pollinators. There needs to be a food source. There needs to be nesting area. And there needs to be water. But there also needs to be no pesticides or chemicals used in that area. And we were able to meet all five of those criteria and really to get the certification it's nice it's you get like a plaque you get like a sign but really you can still do all this and not have to get the certification if you just want to do some of this stuff and mm-hmm. uh, and make it nice for pollinators and, uh, and wildlife. which is basically what we're doing now mm-hmm. we have a temporary garden at my mom's house while we're looking for property and mm-hmm. it still fits all that criteria but it's not technically certified so yeah. Oh, okay. Is. I thought maybe you guys were getting like some tax breaks uh, or something oh, like no. that. <laughs> Nothing cool. Like that. <laughs> no, that'd be nice. But... So it's just uh, kind of a cool little uh, feather in your cap, I guess, uh, so to say. Pretty awesome. much. We had tons of wildlife in our old yard. We still do. And we just love knowing that we're doing what we can for that. And there's a lot of people that take pride in being able to provide that to the wildlife and pollinators. And we, we too take take pride in doing that because we want to invite them in. We love having them in and amongst our flowers. We get to watch them and enjoy know, them fun. too. Take so. pictures of them. Yeah. So, yeah, so we kind of nerd out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pollinators definitely help uh, the garden overall. Um, I can definitely attest to that. So how did you guys come across Smart Pots and... What have you grown in them? Uh, I think I saw dahlias uh, last season. And what have you noticed versus other containers? Oh, we love our smart pots. Okay. Well, I actually think maybe I found it first. I, on, so. I mean, I'd kind of heard the brand, but I didn't really know exactly what it was. But I, on Instagram, I think um, we found you and I think we saw other gardeners using some of your your awesome fabric bags. And we were like, wow, that would be perfect for us. Yep. And and also the backstory was Eric, oh, is yeah. that we were looking for pots, but we were like, we were, we were pretty much tired of going to like Home Depot or even our, our nurseries out there, our local nurseries. And one looking at nothing but plastic or terracotta clay and the expense, they're really, really expensive. And we're like, we're kind of tired of that. We wanted something different, not the same old, same old. And when Allison found you guys yeah. online, she was like, we got to look at this. Let's check this out. And we did. Was, and we're, we got excited. Excuse me. We got excited. You can tell I'm excited. No, we got um, because this is something we wanted to try. We saw what you guys were doing. We saw what the smart pots could do. And we're like, this is perfect for what we need. Especially the dahlias. Because having moved them all from our old garden, we were just like, we've got to find something to continue growing these dahlias and keep them healthy. Mm-hmm. And they did awesome. So yes. So that story led into the project that we kind of um, started with you guys. And we grew, was it 25 dahlias yes. in each in their own seven gallon smart pot bag? Yep. And they grew like gangbusters. I mean, they did awesome. They did really well. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, the difference between growing our dahlias in the smart pots versus any of the other pots that we have, all our dahlias came out in the, uh, in the fall. None of them were root bound. They no, all, they all have right. really healthy root systems. And we know from experience in the past that we've grown them in confined spaces and in pots. They get root bound. It just happens. And with the smart pots, they didn't. 
it was great. They were really extra healthy. It helped us yeah. throughout the whole growing season. Yeah, they did really well. So Yeah, I'd say most of our customers are using smart pots for veggies, herbs, you know, consumables. But for those gardeners who use us for ornamentals, they're blown away by, you know, plants are, are plants. They all have roots and it's all about the roots for any plant. And the better your root system is, the more fruits and flowers you're going to have. So I'm not shocked that you guys love us. <laughs> we love you guys. Uh, no, we can't wait. Yeah. So, uh, so you guys have a podcast of your own. Uh, what is it called and what are you guys covering? Oh yeah. Well, that's, so, that's you. So, so it's mainly me right now. We used to do it together. We just, you know, for time, you know, time-wise and stuff, it kind of, the longer podcast, we had two separate podcast uh, formats. One was really long, about an hour or so. And the other one was like a minute or under, or maybe it's morphed into two minutes. Now it's morphed into a little bit past two minutes, but it's called the DIY uh, Garden Minute. And basically it's just for DIY gardeners, giving them quick information to use out in their garden, some type of skill or some type of information to go out into their garden and apply right away and then move on with their day, get through the tasks they need to get through and then move on to whatever else they need to do. Yeah, it's, it's fun. And, you know, we should mention, if we haven't said this already, we primarily teach ornamentals. We do grow fruits and veggies in our garden. We love growing that, but we don't teach about it. We don't feel like, and there's so many amazing people out there that are already doing that. And we're, we feel a lot more comfortable, you know, with flowers and mm -hmm. we do and plants. So nice. that's what we, yeah. So that's what we talk yeah, about. Yeah. Fo focus on your bread and butter, um, oh, yeah. you know, and, and then uh, it makes sense to kind of focus on a shorter format uh, podcast because, most people have the attention span of a goldfish. So uh, <laughs> you know, anything over a minute and they're like, oh. All right, moving on. Yeah, that's kind of what we found too. So we, we hope, uh, we know it's it's um, it's giving great information out there to people. It's usable. We see it in our downloads and we want to continue to do that. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys obviously grow great plants. Uh, what's the number one piece of advice you would give to a beginner gardener? Wow. That's a, a great question. question. Um, oh, gosh. I know there's I know so I'm much. pausing Just for a minute because like, I'm like, uh... there's so many things I want to say. <laughs> I think one, I mean, I guess don't be afraid to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. You know, just get out there. If you're brand new to gardening, it's your first time growing an annual or a flowering bulb or whatnot. Just, you really just have to have that experience, right? You know, just try it. If it doesn't flower for that year or whatever, that's okay. Try again the following year. Because mm -hmm. we get a lot of frustrated people on our uh, YouTube channel that are just like, ah, I don't know what to do. And they're, mm -hmm. we're just like, keep going, you know, just get it, give it another try. Try a different type of soil or mm -hmm. move it to a different location or whatever. Yeah. Right? And, and a lot of people we see on YouTube is um, they get back to us and they say, well, I was told to do it this way and it didn't work and I'm super frustrated. You know, what did I do wrong? It's like, we see, you know, in the comments, they lay it all out. And it's like, you didn't do anything wrong. In fact, what you need to do is push the envelope a little bit more. Don't be afraid to just go outside of your planting zone hardiness and, and push that envelope and see what you can grow. That's another piece of advice I think we would give is don't be afraid to push the envelope and see what you can do because you might have a certain microclimate that's different from the rest of your region. Um, you could have different rainfall. There's all these different things that can go into how well you can grow a plant. So, yeah. you know. That's a great piece of advice in general. And I was telling my seven-year-old daughter the other day, just don't be afraid to fail in general because mm -hmm. 
you know, failing isn't a loss if you gain something useful uh, that you can apply in the future. So, yeah, yeah, yeah just start somewhere and keep gardening, folks. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, you'll you'll find a plant that you like. Maybe you're just planting it at the wrong time of year. So just keep plugging along. Yeah. Um, where can people find you, your books, and your content? Oh. I think um, actually we're probably most active on well for social media probably Instagram yes and Twitter and Twitter we do a little bit mostly Twitter. mostly on Instagram we love Instagram there's just so yeah. much to do <laughs> it's almost like a full time job <laughs> it's all by itself I tell know. me about it <laughs> so yeah right so we're working on kind of getting out in front of a bigger audience with that platform and um, but YouTube as well we do a lot of um, we in 2020 right at the start of the pandemic we got it we just threw ourselves into video mm. we we're like what are we doing we don't know. <laughs> But we're, we just wanted to teach so bad. So we actually have amassed almost 500 videos now, I think. And Over 500. We just keep going. We love doing that. It take, it's time consuming, but with the editing and stuff. Yeah, but we can reach so many we people. Love it. And we get a lot of great responses of people saying, thank you so much. This is exactly what I'm looking for. And that just That's recharges just, us to totally. keep going. We just so. want to help everybody. Yeah, your, your guys' content is, has a high production value. So, you know, oh, wherever you started versus where you guys are at, uh, it looks like y'all are seasoned veterans. So, oh, well, um, thank you. We, we love we love watching your content. Oh, thank wow. you. Thank you. Yeah. Picky. I'm like, <laughs> I'm a perfectionist. So it's, we're both, we both are. Well, yeah. you know, when, when you care about something, it, it's hard not to be a perfectionist. So on that note, uh, Sean and Allison, that was all the questions that I had mm -hmm. for you guys. And it was really nice to um, have you on our podcast and learn more about, you know, how you guys are doing things out thank there in you. the garden. Yeah. So thank well, you thank so you for much that. for joining us on the podcast. Oh, thank you yeah. for having thank us. Thank you for having yeah, us. This we're so really excited. Fun. We love you guys. So. We're excited to grow our dahlias and more plants again. Yeah, we're gonna year. we plan on more ornamentals in smart pots this I know, year. We're so excited. if you're if you watch us on a regular basis, stay tuned. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hopefully uh spring has been slow to come for a lot of the country. So looking mm -hmm. forward to seeing your guys' uh garden pop off. And and again, thank you for your time today. Thank oh, you, Eric. Thank you, Eric.